Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, and I have good news and I have bad news at Bachelor Nation. So Heather Martin was supposed to be my guest. We tried multiple times to schedule the interview and she had to submit to ABC for approval to do any sort of press or anything like that. I guess they need to get approval from the network. And ABC has been ghosting her and did not ever give her approval to be on my podcast, despite the fact that she's been on it before. And I know Kerpa did the same thing when she was on my podcast a couple weeks ago and they got back to Kerpa like immediately. So at ABC, why aren't you letting Heather be on my podcast? Um, I was really excited to have her because I thought she was going to be on Paradise and we have yet to see her. So I'm assuming she's not, or maybe she is, or maybe she was one of the people that is still waiting in the hotel in Mexico and might come down, might never come down. But um, I had a theory that the people that are still in the hotel that might potentially come down later on are the people we saw at Chris and Crystal's wedding, like Brie and uh, Whitney from Nick's season. So instead, we have my sister, Bachelor fan Lauren Maroney, who is maybe just as obsessed with The Bachelor as I am. A lot happened this episode. I do think there is a lot to talk about. So let's just get into it. There, there was like so much. So first off, Tasha JPJ, Derek, um... JPJ is having a bit of a mental breakdown. First off, do you think that this is an accurate portrayal of what John Paul Jones is like in real life? I don't think so. I mean, just from what we've seen, everything that he has done in regards to the Derek and Tasha situation has seemed very out of character. And I think everyone was also very, like, everyone on the beach was very surprised at his reaction. So I don't think this is him. I think he was just very emotional about Taisha. He said he was in love with Taisha and maybe just acted a bit irrationally. Yeah, but do we think maybe, maybe, maybe whoever he's talking to, like a producer, is giving him more info or, like, really blowing out of proportion the whole thing about Derek and his podcast, which he keeps latching on to, Derek, your podcast, Derek, your podcast. Um... What do you think about that? Like, do you think that JPJ has any leg to stand on with those accusations of Derek? You know, I don't remember exactly what he said. He said that he, like, manipulates women and he, like, fucks his followers. And, like, he just, the only reason he was interested in Tasha was for more info to talk about on his podcast. If so, I think that's, like, that is a long ways to go just to get podcast content. Take it from me. You can get podcast content anywhere. Just ask your sister to be on the show. I think that was just part of John Paul Jones spiraling and at this point finding any reason he can to be annoyed with Derek and reasons why Derek was bad for Tasha, thus making him right. better. Because I think at the end of the day, the fact it is, Tasha told JPJ to go on other dates. So if she was actually as serious about him as he clearly is about her, she wouldn't have done that. 
So I like, think also she's Tisha not interested. Should have been a little more upfront with him and be like, you know, I don't want to take this too seriously. I'm enjoying spending my time with you, but I want to explore other options. She more just like put it on him and was like, you should go on other dates, and never actually said how she was feeling. Right. So in his mind, because we're not, he's not seeing the interviews with Tasha where she's going on and on about like, oh well, Derek's available. So yeah, like, he thinks Derek just pursued Tasha and right. So he doesn't her. understand that it's mutual. Hence. Yeah. The spiraling. I don't know. His spiraling was a little scary to me, though. Like, John Paul Jones is the kind of person who is so funny and chill. And, like, the fact that he can flip a switch like that to be such extremes, like, scares me. I used to be obsessed with John Paul Jones. It was intense. Yeah. Do you think he was just wasted the whole time, though? Because, like, there was a lot of time. Like, when he, first off, when he was on that date with... Tajwan. <laughs> With Tajwan. He's like eating the date food and like just like laughing like a maniac. And then like on the beach when he was doing cartwheels and all like, is this man ever not wasted? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to tell. That could just be like his personality. He always seemed like someone who was more aware of the absurdity of the show and just kind of played into it sometimes. Speaking of Tajwan, she seemed off her rocker a little bit. Well, it's tough because we don't know any other version of her. Like, we saw her for maybe two minutes total in the premiere of Colton season. That's why I really wish Heather was here because Heather obviously met her that first night in the house. And not that you're not also a great guest. Uh -huh. No, but I really wanted to ask Heather, like, is this the kind of person that you met? Was she always a little, like, I feel like the best way to describe her is over dramatic about I, everything about I, the heat about John Paul Jones and I would guess that she is because she was a night one elimination that they decided to have on Paradise. I feel like they saw something in her during the whole recruitment process and thought she would be a very interesting character to add to Paradise. So she would they they knew she would be good TV. And because she was eliminated night one, because like they had so to put her on the She was season. forgettable on Colton season. That's actually a really good point. Wow. See, you have your good points, Laddin. You should be doing this for a living. Right. The beautiful couple, <laughs> Kaylin and Dean. So it's funny because I was talking to Iggy last week and I was like, you know, I actually think Kaylin and Dean are kind of right for each other. They actually seem really cute together. He seems to be really into her. I could see this together. And he was like, whoa, just wait, just wait. Because Iggy is still really good friends with Dean from Rachel's mm -hmm. season and they hang out a lot in LA. And so I was like, oh, well, damn it. You clearly know more than I do. Um, but okay, I'll wait. And then literally the next episode, he dumped her on her birthday. Obviously, like not a nice thing to do in general. Like, I don't understand why it needed to be that night and it couldn't have been, like, the next day right. or the even the, the following day. Like, you know, I, I don't understand really why it needed to be right then and there. My only prediction is that probably so, someone got in his head and, and was like, look, you have to do this now because you're just... What he was saying was a little bit, not exactly, of what Blake was thinking he was doing by letting go of Caitlyn in that like I don't want to lead you on if I don't see this being something at the end so I think someone probably mm -hmm. got in Dean's head that like no, the more you let this go on the worse it's gonna be but Dean definitely was way more into Caitlyn than Blake was into oh Caitlyn. for sure I think Dean is really into Caitlyn and, and and that's why I'm just confused like did he I like he I think he clearly went into paradise for the money and the shilling opportunities so he could get more Instagram followers. Is that fair to say? 
given his lifestyle. Like, Dean didn't go in there looking for a relationship. He went to Clearly. go be on TV. And so I think if he actually didn't care about Kaylin, it would make more sense to stay with her longer, to be on the show longer and have a casual sure. paradise fling. And I think seeing her feelings grow and actually caring about her was like, oh shit, I'm being such a dick right now. But then as a result, he was even more, I don't know. I mean, we see in the preview that Dean comes back. Mm -hmm. My question is, do you think it can still work? Do you think he changed his mind for the better? Or do you think this is just more TV that's like, they're like, oh, Dean, you know what you should do? Shave your mustache and come back. Or, because I don't know. I could see both sides of it. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much Dean will actually have changed over this course of two, three days. Of him sitting in a hotel room in Mexico. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm curious to what, how he's going to pitch that to her. Like, he still lives in a van. He still probably wants to live his nomadic lifestyle. But I think that the difference is, is like, Kaylin is a, likes him so much that, like, I feel like she wants to live that lifestyle with him. Don't you think that's true? Like, because she was be like, no, Dean, you're, she's like, Dean, you're deciding this for me. I never said I didn't yeah. want to be with you. So I think if he came back and was like, I don't know. I think even if he just said like, yeah, if you want to come along, like, come, she would do it. I even think, though that's not necessarily the best thing for Kaylin in the long run. I think also after everything that has happened with like Dean and kind of his reputation, he doesn't think very highly of himself. And the more he likes Kaylin, he probably does have a very good opinion of her, which makes him... Probably want to distance himself from her, which is I why don't, he. I don't like buy that though, because Kaylin said that too. She's like Dean, just like he he just doesn't like allow himself to have happiness, and I don't think that that is a real thing that people do. I think people are just no shitty, I'm just selfish saying, people. I just I don't think he thinks very highly of himself. Okay, but even if that was true, I think there's still a part of him that's like. Even if he didn't think highly of himself, and he thinks Kaylin deserves better, he likes Kaylin, and if he wanted yeah. to spend more time with her, he he would. It's just that he was not willing to sacrifice his lifestyle. But what I think is going to end up happening is Kaylin's going to be like, it's fine, I'll go live in the van with you. We can chill together. So we'll see what happens. We'll see, especially after Paradise, if they end up together, Mm -hmm. if they end up being a happy couple and their lifestyles can be compatible. I mean, at least in the short term, it's good money opportunities. Get that paper while you can. Fuck money, fuck bitches. Is that even a quote? I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see what else. Fucking Blake. Blake kept Christina. Mm-hmm. Christina has not yet met anyone in Paradise mm-hmm. that uh, I'm just, I don't even know what there is to talk about in that sense. I'm just annoyed by the whole situation. Okay, so the night two of Paradise was mostly focused around Crystal and Chris Randone's wedding. Glitter and the Goose. What do you think of them as a couple? I was initially very surprised that they ended up working out throughout last season of Paradise, but I mean, I kind of like them together. They complement each other well and they're happy. Yeah. So I think it was nice to see, you know, everyone comes to these stupid events or whatever. But I think the biggest thing, other than a continuation of the Derek John Paul Jones drama, was the fact that Angela was bridesmaid at the wedding. Angela used to date Clay. They broke up about three months before Paradise. And now Clay is with Nicole. And... At the reception, which Nicole was not invited to, Angela and Clay had a conversation 
And for whatever reason, I don't think any of this is a problem or any of this is a big deal. Like it all seems pretty normal and mature and I feel like they're trying to make it like something that's not. Or is it, I don't know if like production is trying to make it something that it's not or if the people are just so immature to not see that like I think the way Clay is handling his relationship and past relationship with Angela is like very mature and respectful. Yeah, no, I think he was fine. And in no way does it make me doubt his feelings for Nicole. No. For him just being like, look, Angela, like, I really care about you. We dated for eight months. We're not dating anymore, but I wish you the best. Like, that was pretty much their whole conversation. Yeah. And then Nicole is just, you know, Nicole, for someone who seems, she seems so confident and like, oh, I'm the bachelorette of the beach and like also, she's clearly like very insecure in her and Clay's relationship, but I don't get, why do you think that is? Because Clay seems to be so into her and such an actual nice guy. I just think she is kind of, like, an insecure person, which is why when she felt like she was the bachelorette of the beach, that was such, like, a weird feeling for her. And then Mm -hmm. she tries to, like, boost herself up to compensate for actually not feeling that way. Can you elaborate on that? I don't know what more you want me to say. Do you think, I mean, obviously we saw in a preview, you had mentioned that we know Angela goes on her date with Mike, Mm -hmm. because there is, in the promo some footage of them kissing. Do you think Angela No, comes- they're holding hands. Oh, like, they're ho- frolicking through water. Frolicking through water, same thing. <laughs> um, do you think... I, I mean, I think from that conversation that they had in the wedding, it was very, very clear to me that Clay is definitely over Angela, but still cares about her and respects the time they had together, but obviously Angela is not over Clay. Do you think Angela will ask Clay first? No. Really? You think she's going to walk onto the beach and be like, and then pick Mike. Yeah, I mean, everyone at the wedding was talking about how, you know, after they broke up, Angela was, like, working out, got her revenge body, and just looked really good at the wedding. I feel like she more just wants to kind of show Clay how she can move on and go on a date with Mike and have a great time. See, I think she's going to ask him first. Interesting. And he's going to, and I I don't think he would say yes. I think he's going to say, no, I'm with Nicole and I'm happy. But, like, have fun. I think he is going to ask, or she is going to ask someone. So, I mean, overall, not much happened this week because a lot of time was filled with the wedding, which was really cool to see. You know, great to see Crystal and Chris and to see all of these other Bachelor Nation people show up for the wedding. Like, it was really nice to see Kendall and Joe, uh, Jared and Ashley, all those things. One thing that did bother me, though, is I, you know, I think, and this has been a complaint a lot this season, is like the very apparent producer manipulation of certain circumstances. I mean, we know they are always doing things and contriving things to make certain situations happen, but what they did at the wedding by only allowing one table of Paradise people to stay, and it was conveniently Kaylin and Christina, because they obviously knew they were both interested in Connor, so that they could both meet and potentially fight over Connor. They didn't let Nicole come, but Clay had to go so that Angela and Clay could have that conversation without Nicole being there. Who else was... Oh, for randomly Hannah and Dylan. Oh, Hannah and Dylan, but also Blake, so that Blake could be sad watching them there. Mike randomly... I don't know why that was a thing, but Sydney couldn't go, so that kind of put Mm -hmm. some tension on their relationship. And I think that those are the only people who got to stay, right? I'm trying to think if there was anyone else. Tasha. Oh, and Tasha, because of the whole, and Derek and JPJ could not, right? right. Both of them were, were both not on there, the beach. so that they could be on the beach and have that confrontation together. So it was just kind of, it was a little too obvious, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it definitely, I mean, they tried to pull it off like, oh, Chris and Crystal are bringing their close personal friends, but like, some of those people they definitely don't know. Right, like, when would Crystal of Chris ever have met Tasha or, or Dylan? Or who, like, just came off Hannah's season. Clearly, they don't know him. Yeah, so, um, it's things like that, you know, that's been a big complaint of a lot of people for this whole season with the whole Demi and Christian thing, and do you think it would be, do you think it's a little bit of, like, grass is greener on the other side thing, where if the producers did not interfere as much as they have been, it would actually be a boring season, and you don't actually wish that, because it would be bad TV? I think you would still get drama I just think the producers see the areas in which the drama potential is the greatest and orchestrate situations to make sure that they do get that like with having Taisha be at the reception to make sure that John Paul Jones and Derek have another confrontation kind of thing yeah and all of that is fine and I, I'm fine with them putting certain people in certain situations and kind of being like all right and let's see what happens it's just this deliberate like you know it's, it's that that's like one-on-one of storytelling that there has to be a re like there has to be a reason for this table there has to be like a reason as to why this group would go and that group would not other than just like we said so and I think they're a little bit not only abusing their power but I think audiences are getting really really smart and they're not gonna they're not going to take it anymore. But I think also it doesn't really matter how smart the audience is. They know they're watching a reality show. They know it's produced and they care more about the result. Which is what? The drama that it creates. I know, but I do think there are some people who want to believe it's real. And it is. But when you keep you when you when keep putting these things in place that are like, what are the chances? Wow, this is so... What are the you, chances Christian just stumbles on this beach in Mexico? I think people start to lose faith in the in the, in the the romance of it and think that, the, like, you know, you root for these couples because you think they're real couples. Well, sure, the dramatic situations to get the tension and the arguments might be produced, but the actual emotions and reactions of the cast members are their own reactions, and you can only produce so much. I know, I mean, and, like, I don't think any of these people are like, world-class actors, like, creating their tears. Like, those are real tears. Except for Kaylin's, I do question. No, cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think is the... How many episodes are we on now? It's been eight, because it's week four. Eight, yeah. Um, how many more weeks are left? We're kind, I feel like we're kind Me of getting too. down to the end. There are going to be 12 episodes. And who are the couples that you predict are going to make it and not make it? Uh, Hannah and Dylan, I think, are going to make it. Really? Okay, wait, I need to stop you right there. How, I don't necessarily disagree with you that they're going to make it. I just am very curious as to how someone like Dylan. I mean, make it as in like make it to the end or long term? Make it to the end. Yeah, yeah not necessarily. I, I'm very curious as to how someone like Dylan can justify actually being in a relationship with someone that treated him that way. Even if it was in the beginning, even if she was figuring out her feelings. See, I... I feel like everyone got really mad at Hannah G for those first couple episodes, but she really didn't do anything that wrong. The whole point of Paradise is to explore potential relationships and then, you know, finally make your decision for who you want to be with. This was the first week that Hannah had the power, and she was just exploring these two relationships. She didn't go on that date with Jordan when she was asked. She was just trying to figure out between Blake and Dylan, and then at the end of that week when she gave her rose to Dylan, she was just focused on Dylan. Yeah, I guess we're, we have a different perspective of it because they spent, like, 
day, like when did we have that first rose ceremony? It because it was after. It was the, the beginning of episode first. three. Beginning of episode three. Because the boys had power first, so Blake. Who did Blake give his rose to the first time? Oh, God. I guess it doesn't matter. Dylan gave his rose to Hannah, and then when she had the power, figuring out how to get good. Oh, her Blake rose gave it to Tasha. Not that it matters, but yeah, not that it matters. <laughs> but yes, yeah, a good point. I guess you're right in that. Just because it took her a couple days to figure out who she was going to give her rose to and pursue, once she did that, she was been, done. Blake like was she, done. So I think people need to calm down. Calm the heck down. Who else do you think is going to make it? I think Katie and Chris. Katie and Chris, for sure. Demi and Christian, for yeah. sure. I'm going to put a wild card of Derek and Tasha too. Interesting. And, and Kayla, I just feel like Kaylin and Dean, I think she's going to go back to him. I just feel like with Tasha and Derek, there's still so much kind of drama in their way, and there isn't that much actual time that they are on the beach. So I don't know how much for them to actually to, build a real yeah. relationship. Yeah, that's a fair point. Do you think Kalen is going to go back to Dean when he comes back? I do. Yeah, I think so. So I feel bad for Connor, but he'll be fine. Connor will be just fine. <laughs> Connor will, like, he is one of the hottest commodities in Paradise right now. Do you think he'll end up with Christina, or do you think he'll just leave Paradise alone and become a, a hot guy who has Insta fame? Uh, I mean, maybe... Him and Christina will, like, try, or Christina will try to pursue him. I don't think anything's going to really come of it. Yeah. And he'll probably just leave single. Yeah, yeah, All right. Well, it's going to be – it's been a whirlwind of a season. Um, it's, I'm definitely excited just to see this kind of, like, wrap up and see where these people land in which relationships because it – I don't know. I think it's been a good season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's been very good. Very good. Very good. All right, Laden. Is there anything else that you want to – Plug or talk about before you sign off. Any other predictions? Any other things that you need to say? No, thank you. Ugh. Follow her on Instagram no, at Lauren Maroney, right? Is that what it is? No. Anyways, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Jack Maroney underscore. Thank you guys so much for tuning into Bachelor Blab. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.